Hello guys, morning, afternoon, evening, depends where you are in the world right now. This is the Rug Detective Show coming to you again, 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 again. So just please make sure you like, subscribe, you follow, you do all the good stuff. Um, it's Sunday here, <clears throat> so we're going to actually give you another recap of, of our show. Give you an update what's happening in terms of the BTC, Ethereum, crazy market, crazy moves that's happening right now in the space. And also we're going to look from a technical aspect, we're going to look from a fundamental aspect to, to ensure that you're aware of what's happening from a, from a macro view. And then also we're going to take a look at the rug checklist, we're going to go through a project, uh, another rug unfortunately in the market um, place and giving some education of what you can do to prevent yourself from getting involved in these type of positions. So let's go guys. Um, so where we are today is this is the BTC chart. Um, yesterday we were literally trading around 30,000 level when we did the last show. We've now spiked up to 34,800 level. We're just around 34,200 at the moment, 6% up today. It's been an absolute phenomenal move to the upside. I did say that the price um, would be looking at ranging between a 30 to 35,000 level. So if we take a take a horizontal line and put this to 35 level I just feel that psychologically this is a, a potential level obviously there are no clear upside targets because this is an all-time high but I feel that this 35 level we'll see if it can be able to break that or not um, if it fails to you have to remember that it's been a huge move to the upside so sooner or later there's gonna have to be a pullback and when it coincides with the RSI that's now literally above like 90 level so it's extremely high overbought at the moment stochastics is around 99 again overbought this is not a place where I would recommend you getting into the trade this is a place where I recommend you if you're in the, involved start selling out some of your positions I'm not necessarily saying everything but to start, if you are a day trader, start sending out some of your positions and looking for better entries when the price moves back. If you're more of a long-term hold, you don't need to do anything. Just hold your um, hold your BTC in cold in a cold wallet and custody wherever it may be, um, or you know, just in a safe safe place, and, and basically just hold long-term. This is a long-term play, guys. So this is where we are in the space. I do foresee that this 35 level will be very difficult to break unless we get some more news from the institutional side, from the governmental side, and that will just take it to another level. But there has to be some form of exhaustion in the price and, and, and a pullback or a tracement. I still have the trend lines up to the area of, as it's going up the trend line, we have levels currently around the 21,000, 22,000, going all the way up as the price goes to February of about 26, 27. I do see that, you know, there will be some form of a pause and maybe a range bound trading between the, you know, basically between maybe the 24,000, if it fails to get back to the previous um, high, which was a 20,000 level, then it can potentially test a 22, 23,000 and there'll be rain bound trading for a few months. But so far, um, it's phenomenal move to the upside. And the reason why I also say this is because when I take a look at, so right now, if I take a look at what's actually trending in 
if I take a look at what's trending in Austria right now where, where I'm based you can clearly see that BTC is trending it's huge you know you've got this guy Peter some about obviously about the pandemic um, but but you can presume that in most countries BTC is trending at the moment and I just feel sometimes that when it was funny someone called me um, two days ago out of the blue and I hadn't spoke to that person for like more than a year and the first thing they said is oh, what are your views about Bitcoin so when you start to hear people have no idea no experience about the space that are jumping in I always believe I don't believe it's late I just believe for this movement to the upside uh, one has to be very cautious because smart money are not really entering at this price smart money entered at lower prices lower levels so one has to be very cautious and take their time so that's where we are with that now let's move on to ETH so ETH we've basically seen that uh, from the move that I mentioned is around 750 levels we're now around 800 it's just below the high of May 2018 which is 830 I did say that this is going to be an extremely important um, target for price if it can break through that then we really have the next level which will be about 988 so this will be a psychological 1000 level in price so if I just put this here if it can get through that then we we'll have this 1200 so it's really making a, a staggered move higher it's not accelerating to the level of BTC in terms of the steepness but it's gradually moving but I do see that this is going to be level of resistance around 800 and was it 835 840 level could be a pullback upward trend line is slightly cleaner it's not as steep so you could be looking at around maybe the 650 level as a pullback in the price for an oscillation before continued move higher for the rest of the year so that's where we are um, as I noted and obviously a lot of people in the space that um, ETH is still undervalued in comparison to BTC BTC is more than 50% above its highs um, but if you take a look at ETH ETH is 50% well just over um, half um, off its highs so they still undervalued the price point here in the market um, and then if you take a look at the RSI it's not as high as around the 73 level so you know there's still momentum higher and then the stochastics is around the 80 something level there was a bit of a pullback but it seems to be trying to trend slightly higher so that's where we are in terms of the price today uh, let's take a look at some news it's showing here that data show 78% of the circulating BTC supply is illiquid so only 4.2 BTC in constant circulation and what tends to happen is when the BTC is in constant circulation it essentially means that people will be looking at um, buying selling having opportunity that they can be able to move these between wallets and you know close their positions so these are more of a shorter term horizon in terms of a trader those that are um, in the former in the 78% um, region they um, literally are illiquid which basically means that they're holding positions in cold in a cold wallet in storage they're not looking at you know getting in getting out of positions they're looking at yearly you know 
you know, two, three, four, five, you know, we're talking about decade horizon in terms of the price point where you see this. Um, and obviously it shows you here one of the most treasured parts of BTC protocols, the fact that a system of mathematically provable and BTC are scarce. So it just goes down the whole breakdown of the research from the on-chain analysis from Glassnode reported on the number of liquid and liquid coins in existence these days. So it's a good track to see here from this chart, the liquid and liquid supply uh, and where we are today. And on Twitter, Glassnode alluded to the fact that 78% of the circulating BTC supplies are liquid and therefore hardly accessible for buying. Uh, these points to a bullish um, investor sentiment as large parts have been hoarded. So essentially they're hoarding up the BTC and they're not looking to let this go um, in the short term in the short term market or short term horizon of where we are today. So this is something to be aware of and to look at. So that's that uh, price points. You know, we're, we're starting to see that, you know, the CNBC is the main media that are now starting to comment on what's happening in the space. And this was obviously data that came out yesterday when it broke through the 30,000 level all-time high 33. Now it's obviously got through that, tested just below 35 at the moment. And then now they're just saying that there's a steady climb uh, even as the stock market plunged in the early days of the pandemic. So this was in March 2020 when the pandemic, there was a huge drop um, in the price and it tested those lows uh, in BTC and, and Ethereum obviously. Uh, but now obviously it's really it's gone 10x from there and what they're obviously saying is slightly different from the first spike that that occurred in 2017 um, this situation in 2017 there was a lack of um, you know it, there was there was a connection between a crackdown due to it being seen as a scam seen as um, hackers are using this, seen as the, let's say, the, the underbelly, the underworld that involved, fraudsters are involved in this, but now it's slightly being cleaned up. You're now getting, let's say, that the mainstream, the main market really being involved. In, and this is due to the devaluation of the dollar. This is due to what's happened with the pandemic. This is due to the accumulation of the printing of money. Um, so, and, and people are looking for an alternative um, and this is where it comes into the space. So this is just a report there. And then if let's take a look at ETH very quickly. They're mentioned in this chat, uh, Paul Lansky mentioned that we need to bring community and sustainability back to the heart of Ethereum, basically stating that we must leave cash grab behaviors associated with DeFi in 2020 and work towards creating long-term sustainable projects. Totally agree with that. Um, what you've basically seen is that there has been a situation whereby there's been this, the mentality has, uh, in terms of a cash grab has been totally wrong, where the focus or um, essentially has been is just short-term mindset. And I think there needs to be a transition between the focus in the DeFi space regarding uh, people's long-term aims and opportunity. Even if you take a look back in 2017 with the whole ICO space, um, a lot of the team, the members of these projects were actually non, um, they were actually readily available. So they were non-anon, which basically means that people can actually know who the CTO of the company, who the CEO of the company um, is. Now fast forward where we are today, we're clearly seeing a situation whereby 
you know, a lot of the projects are, there's anonymous, anonymity behind the space. Um, and obviously a lot of the code essentially um, could be hacked. So there's opportunities whereby a lot of people have taken advantage of the space. And this is something really to take a look at and where we are today. Um, so fast forward, as I mentioned here, the rise of DeFi is welcome, um, but brings in its complications. And as it stated, the meteoric rise of DeFi in 2020 has brought great promise and even greater uh, investment in the industry. However, the booming, the booming industry, the, the booming uh, interest in making a quick um, but thorough new techniques like yield farming. Um, and there's so many different opportunities from the yield farming areas, um, from these type of projects that's really been involved in the space. So, this is really something to be aware of and, and to, to essentially take a look at. And um, the solution from the ETH, ETH 2.0, the, the layer two solutions, and this is something to be aware of. So, so moving forward, here is, um, we can see, um, talking about that subject is, uh, just give me a second, my, um, my lovely, um, Australian Shepherd dog Bella here. Just give me uh, one second. Australian Shepherd Bella was a bit a bit hungry so um, okay so just moving forward now I wanted to touch on another um, about an unfortunate rug pull that took place uh, yesterday and this was concerning this project called cubic finance cubic finance is was a multi-layer deflationary DeFi platform they came out of a pretty clean website um, they stated that they had audits done um, by Certic Solidity and Solidity Finance which broke down information about you know its code the tokenomics um, the roadmap and so on and so forth but we're getting to a point where these bog standard audit reports are not really doing anything in the space so if you take a look and go on to to Twitter they were doing a pre-sell raise and when you go through the information, their main selling proposition was Certic.io um, and also um, Solidity that they did the auditing. And, and that was the aim is to attract investors, to attract people to actually get involved in the space. Um, but if you take a look at multi-layer deflation platform, we've heard this before, 2% of the amount sent burn on each transaction. You know, what impact is that really gonna have? We've seen hundreds of these type of projects but anyway so they managed to raise funds and ultimately the pre-sale they said they were going to do the listing so if we actually go to here it shows that they were saying this is their their telegram account which basically they're more or less paused uh, they've muted the chat essentially but if we dig deeper and take a look at the funds that they raised during the pre-sale so 
Okay, so if we dig deeper here, so this is just based on investigation. So they managed to raise about $39,000, um, which they had in ETH from the pre-sale. And um, following that pre-sale, uh, this is the 5,000 um, tokens. And what I basically did is did an investigation and tracked to see the connection of this pre-sale wallet um, to, um, to the creator. Okay, so obviously what happens, they didn't actually list from my understanding and basically they just, you know, literally a rug pull. Dev has gone dead. Uh, there's no communication. People are asking in the chat what is happening, um, what's going on with the fourth pool, the third pool and so on and so forth and, you know, realizing um, fake, please don't scare me. They said selling it worth on Cubic for... to scroll down to take a look at more information here I'm going to buy this 50% cheaper than pre-sale after launch so they, people are also thinking that the launch is going to happen but if you take a look at the code and you track the information the movement of the wallets you can see that this was the pre-sale wallet this is the amount of uh, funds that they raised then if you look at the creator contract as I opened up here the creator contract Let's just click on this here. So the creator contract just shows you the flow um, between the wallets. But also, interesting enough, you can see there's a deployment of the N3RD. So that's, this was a previous scam. Um, and then if you scroll down to based finance deployment, I think this is also a scam drip of finance. So from this same one creators has essentially created this scam syndicate that's going through. And unfortunately, a lot of people are losing money. So moving forward, um, what you're having also, you're, you're having well-known influencers in the space like this individual who's essentially backing, receiving, you know, um, let's say incentives and forms of tokens or ETH to be able to shield these projects. Uh, this was back on the 31st, shield this project saying another interesting one I'm looking at. I just saw they got their positive audit results and, um, and released their pre-sale and blah, 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 this information. And these are type of individuals that have like 19,000 followers. And if you then go back and if you take a look at this specific individual if I can even find I think he also commented and noted about various other projects related to this contact contract creator which oh, where is it yeah so nerd the RD finance here so if I go to here, here it is so if you can see here it says be aware MCP Nerd three. So then it says here MCP. So Nerd Finance Incubate just had its first project launch. So this is the same influencer who's basically shilling this project. This project's connected to MCP or scams. This project's connected to Cubic, which just scammed. So you can see there's a connection between what's happening in the space now. So moving forward. 
for investors, it's extremely important to be able to do your due diligence. Yes, and this is where the Rug Detectives DeFi checklist comes into it. Um, if you're looking to get into pre-sales, you really need to do your research to understand who's behind um, this project. Um, understand about you know the website, go through the audits. Is there a longevity with this project? Um, find the pre-sale contract. If you can get the pre-sale contract, send it over to us. We can do the research and connect the dots for you. Uh, we'll also take a look at who's actually shilling these projects and what are, what's their history and their reputation in the space. Because if you do the dots, you can see what's happening. And even once the pre-sale occurred, people even ask about whether the liquidity is locked. Liquidity is not locked because the funds have gone. <laughs> so as you can be able to see from here, It. Yeah, as you can be able to see from here. So you basically just need to connect the dots. So what I'm just trying to say to everyone is be aware, do your research. Um, this is what we do with this whole process. We do the whole smart smart contract auditing. Nothing is ever 100%, but we want to ensure that we minimize the risk as much as possible and give you every opportunity to succeed in the space. So anyway, there we are. I'm going to be doing a a report about this as well on Twitter and do not be afraid to let um, to send me a comment to like and also subscribe extremely important guys and even just very quickly if you wanted to even do some more research we can actually then start going into doing a bit of an SEO dissect of this website I could so I can actually find out more information about this website in terms of the meta keywords, um, the general attributes. I can also find out, I can also do a who's lookup. So, what I want to find out is when this website was actually registered. So, it shows it was registered on. On the 4th of December 2020, I want to then see it fits, you know, clearly shows that it's protected here, so it's not getting any information. So these are hackers, it's concocted scheme that's happening. So, anyway, be aware, guys, we'll be doing, we'll start doing more, um, let's say, reviews of projects and we'll start accumulating. If you're interested in this DeFi checklist, let me know. I'll be sending this out and um, I will speak to you soon. Do not forget to like, subscribe to our channel, guys and also uh, donate to the cause we're trying to do a lot in this space so anyway speak to you soon bye bye